John, I need that HBO Max login back. We should have done it when I was there for the World Series, but I think we were too busy watching the World Series. Yeah, but I do need your HBO Max login back on my PS5, please and thank you. <laughs> I mean, yes, we can do it right after the call. It's remote. Why do you need it, though? Because uh, I, I just finished all of Downton Abbey, and I need to watch the movie. <laughs> like, today. Are you... Really it's going to be like 9.45 p.m. by the time we're done recording That's this. perfect. It's two hours long. Also, so you're going to say that... It'll be, a, it'll be done. It'll be time for bed. That's perfect for me. <laughs> Didn't you say episodes of Downton Abbey are like one to two hours long? Doesn't that make so, each one individually a movie? I mean, essentially, kinda. the the holiday specials are definitely like hour and forty five. Let me look at this. How long is Downton Abbey? Well, thirty six episodes. Also, did you know there's a Downton Abbey exhibit in Atlanta right now? Yeah, I know that the exhibit is here. Yeah. What is it? Where is it? I, I mean, I, it, I think it's like a lot of costumes and stuff. Do, do you want to go? I kind of want to go like, now. I've I've only seen like the first two seasons of Downton Abbey, but I would go to the Downton Abbey exhibit. Costumes are great. I love where, I love costumes. Where is it at? It's in Sandy Springs. Oh man, I don't know. That's a hike. I mean, is it at a mall in Sandy Springs or something? Because like, if there's a lush nearby, that makes it worth it for me. Because like, if I can go see Downton Abbey stuff and also get some beard and face wash then like that's no. that's the reason i go north otp specifically is to go it's to at perimeter point perimeter point I th- oh I'm yeah it is sure near the perimeter mall yeah near the yeah, perimeter yeah, yeah. mall yeah you get it all done in one there's a shake shack over there too you can get it this is something to consider anyway okay downtown abbey <laughs> every episode is 47 to 93 minutes how many hours is downtown that's abbey? such a okay. wide range all right here it is Oh, wait. When it was only five series, it was 47 and a half hours. But there's six now. So. Oh, my God. So it's like... 54, it's 54 like, episodes of Downton Abbey. No, it's there's like 50, 50 well, something okay, hours. If you count it With as the like movie, normal, it's like 60. I think if you count it as normal TV, it's 52 episodes. 52 episodes and two holiday specials, right? I believe so. Anyway, so I watched that, and you were correct. I went back. I found the receipts. I did start watching it the day before Halloween. Yes, but I have finished it now. That's a lot of that's a lot of English TV to consume in a short. I mean, you know, I just I got so sucked into it. I mean, it has everything I could ask for. I understand the hype now. Uh, Yeah, pretty much all I have to say. Ten years too late. It's not ten years late. It's not. It ended in twenty fifteen. Ten years ago is when the hype was like at its height, though. It doesn't make any sense considering it had not actually like started fully yet. When I say ten years ago, I mean anywhere between twenty eleven and twenty fourteen. <laughs> okay, so you just mean bullshit. Fair enough. Twenty eleven was I, ten years ago. I say ten okay. years ago, I mean it originally when I was ran from twenty ten to twenty fifteen. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it had started. Ten years ago was arguably the peak of the hype. Because I believe the second season is when everyone was like getting deep into it before certain things happen and certain characters things happen to them. And uh, I mean, like, no spoiler, I'm done. no real spoilers. But you were right when you told me that they they really just if someone didn't want to be on the show anymore, they made sure they were off the show. <laughs> oh yeah, no coming back. But yeah, wanna, I need to, I need to watch the you movie. You want to go be in a you want to go be in an FX adaptation of an X Men comic book. Yeah, not allowed back on Downton Abbey. Huh. You want to be in Game of Thrones? 
You're not allowed back on Downton Abbey. You're not coming back. Can we talk about something about Eternals? This is like a switch. We said Game of Thrones, and I just wanted to say this. Yes. Did they pl- like? Did they knew what they were doing when they oh, had they when they had the Kit Harrington character say "I love you, Cersei"? They like knew what they were doing, right? They like knew it. They knew what they were doing. Wait, right? they had the Kit Harrington. Did you see Eternals? Uh, I saw that part of it. I have not gone to see I it as a thing. Like but someone Eternals. talked about that, and then I lo- watched a YouTube bootleg of just that one part. You know, they- I saw. I was at Target and I saw an end cap with a bunch of action figures of characters I'd never heard of, but that whose bodies were based on Hollywood stars. And I think I got the experience of seeing Eternals. You know, there's I a also lot heard... of movies you can say that about. And I don't even know what this movie is. <laughs> it's another Marvel movie. Oh, that yeah, those, those are the movies you could say that about. Exactly. And like I heard that the other thing I heard is that you know, Kamel did all that work. And he isn't even shirtless a single moment of the movie. Are so you like, kidding? He just had to do arm Why? day. He just had you to do arm day. Kumail, Kumail is already hot without being like cut. I want to say. I just want to say that now. And like you, you make him suffer, and for what? And for what? Yeah, God. I don't. You know. Also, apparently Harry Styles is in it. I I, I have heard that. Yes. So like, I don't in the, know. In the post credit scene. I mean, yeah. I. I Am I going to see it? Yeah. Do you want Am me to I, spoil uh, the post-credit scene? No, I know what this post-credit scene is. Let's not spoil it for everyone else. Well, well how about this? Gabe, do you care? No. Okay. Listeners, do you care? Okay, but here's what I'm going to say. Listeners, skip 25 seconds from here right now. So, like, Harry Styles is Thanos' brother? Yes. Okay, very In cool. real life. <laughs> yeah, in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Brolin and Harry Styles are brothers. No, 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 no. Like, no, 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 no. The, 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 the actor actual... and the character. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. The anyway, spoilers Harry over. Harry Styles is related to genocidal warlord Thanos. Okay. Basically. And spoilers over. Yes. It has been like almost exactly 25 seconds. So this okay. is perfect. Yeah. I kind of figured because most like audio players have like a 30 seconds forward button. I kind of figured it's it's one press of that that you block out. Yeah, the Spotify one is annoyingly 15, but whatever. You just hit it twice. You're I, fine. But but it's worse than hitting it one. Like, I don't know. Whatever. That's just me and my my truth. Your truth. This is Them's the Facts, a show not about truth, but about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Uh, Let's leave I'm, that in, please. No. I just need everyone to know how much this show is held together by duct tape and hope. <laughs> what the 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 sort of um game of chicken that we just had to play there to <laughs> yeah. not talk over each other. Exactly. The 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 most mortifying five seconds of my life. I mean the problem I have is like I finished Downton Abbey and like what's the point anymore? You could do what I do what I'm doing and go in the complete opposite direction of Downton Abbey. I didn't. I, I, I finished Downton Abbey, like I said, except the movie, which hopefully I'll watch right after this. Yeah. And then I went back to actually getting back into The Crown. Because I was like... Oh, no! I was like, you know, I'm here. We're here. No, We're just, there. You should just go in the direction that I'm going and watch Garbage. Which is... I have been binging uh, Chicago Med since last week. <laughs> I can't go that hard. I can't. <laughs> you love Dick Wolf. I don't like the Chicago ones. The, the Med one is good. Maybe, but I, I, it's, 
I just want to keep. Trauma. I want to keep the um, the half Edwardian Victorian Regency whatever I'm in. I just like to keep that going. I'm just gonna keep going for the period drama stuff. I think that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. I, I respect it. I think that's my truth. Anyway, I should do a fact now. My fact is about Thanksgiving, and it's pretty simple. The fact that we actually celebrate Thanksgiving as we do now is thanks to the same person who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. That's my fact. Huh. I'm going to guess, is there a rhyme involved? Well, that's Mary Had a Little Lamb. Well, yes, but I mean, beyond Mary Had a, had a Little Lamb. No, which... this, this, this lady, Sarah Hale, just really loved Thanksgiving as a concept. So she lobbied every president to make it a real, real thing until it was finally a thing. But she was better known as the person who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. Use her little lamb clout to get Thanksgiving instated. That's pretty much my fact, yeah. Huh. Did she know that turkey isn't good? Well, Gabe, it, 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 it saddens me so much to hear you say that. The, I'm sure the it problem, could be good. The, the problem I have is that no one... I've been eating good turkey for like more than half of my life. Specifically because my dad fries a turkey. Oh, and that's like what the dif- that makes the difference. I, I mean, I... It, it makes some of the difference. I will say it it it, it makes the difference in terms of moistness. Um, yes, because but... that's the problem. So if yeah. you get like a if you get like a honey baked turkey, which I'm not saying is like, I'm not saying a store bought turkey is great, but like those are good. Okay, they're like, fine. Let's, let's they're be fine. honest with ourselves; they're pretty good. But they're fine. If you don't, if you're not like into turkey, that is a good entry point to what turkey could be. Is kind of what you I'm know, getting at. I also if do we like all turkey just, chili. Like, I'll say that. If we all just did some research and figured out what we wanted from the turkey, the turkey would give it to us if we put in the appropriate effort. And then it would be vegan because it was offered freely by the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> is is that? That's like that old uh, joke. That's like that old joke that is a. Uh, is 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 communion vegan because Jesus willingly gave the body? <laughs> oh no! Is that is that supposed to be something oh, that man, I'm aware like of f- that things are vegan if the animal willingly sacrifices its life? I don't think it's true. It's just a fun joke. Okay, I, I mean that. Like- well, no, there is an argument made. Uh, I remember there was an article where someone like looked inside of Prince's fridge. And like wrote something about all of it. It was for one of those one of those celebrity magazines, and he had yak milk, and he had an explanation. He was like, "The yak freely gives the milk, so it counts as vegan." Oh yeah. Ah. So apparently, it is a thing. Lambs do not freely give of their milk because they are young. Imagine getting to a point in life where your milk consumption is yak only. I wonder if it's good. I mean, I like milk, so like maybe I would like it. I wonder. I mean, I, I like dairy products. I'd be interested to have some. And by like dairy. milk, I mean that like literally. No, we, we we've we've discussed. Well, I your... had a new. I was going to ask if this was a new low. Oh Is no. it is it a new low if you drink milk while eating quiche? Uh, Christopher. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's that's a pretty just... good quiche. I just also drank milk while I ate it. It's also like the least vegan thing you could eat that doesn't have meat in it. Is that true? Uh, Wouldn't that just be cheese? <laughs> Wouldn't it just be cheese, John? Also, this cheese is and a, eggs. this is this cheese is and a, eggs. That's quiche. 
Well, this quiche also had meat in it, though. Is that oh, what Chegg... Had- you know the website Chegg, the, like, study website? Yeah. Ugh. When you said cheese and eggs, I was like, is that what it stands for? But it couldn't <laughs> be that. No, this was an Italian chicken sausage quiche. Uh, oh, yum. Which, it was really good, especially with milk. Well, you see, you say Italian chicken sausage, and I just think... I just don't think of milk, you know? That just doesn't compute for me. Well, I, it doesn't do it. Uh, dude, I used to eat milk with steak. Like, I don't even care. I just like milk. Wait, it's, so... It's better than water. Not like milk steak. Now, that I was... I was going to say, are you Charlie from Always Sunny, then? Okay, but my grandfather actually did do that. No lie. He would do Wait, that. What is the milk steak that Charlie does? He never actually explains it. He just calls it milk steak. Okay, so I don't know what the Holy Sunny thing is, but it was like a thing my grandfather did where you would like put milk on a steak. I'm I, not lying I, about this. I have heard about like using milk to like tenderize a steak and then like poaching it in milk. Huh. Which sounds like a way to ruin a steak, frankly. I mean, I don't have, I don't really know. have any steak a... opinions anymore. Yeah. yeah, I guess you don't need them. He also do he used to do milk toast, which even I am not in on board with. That kind of was not I'm not into that. Is that Which, just well? Literal milk toast milk may toast? be a dish. No, I don't know. Wait, so milk toast might be a dish, but when I'm talking about it, he would like make toast and then put it in milk, so it would get soggy again. That's disgusting. That's yeah. I mean, even I'm milk not on toast board with is a one. breakfast dish consisting of toasted bread in warm milk, typically with sugar and butter. Did he okay. at least warm the milk or was it cold milk? I think he did it cold. <laughs> Wake you up in the morning a little bit. <clears throat> soggy cold toast no 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 thank you i mean he was very solidly one of those men that you could tell grew up in that depression era where like everything was just tough like your bed was just made of nails because that's all they had right because he would like nails... he, he would make like him he would eat a milk toast and then he would drink like sludge black coffee and then immediately put like old chewing tobacco in his mouth and then drive to his auto shop to work all day. That's like, that's just tough shit. That's just tough guy shit, you know? Lunch, Man. it was dust. Yeah, <laughs> lunch was dust. <laughs> lunch was dust and dinner was hair. God. Um, <laughs> Great man. It was just so funny. It's just so Man. funny to think about now. Jesus. All of his dogs were just random dogs he found. That's that's, that, that's a tough that's, old guy thing. That's but, the fun shit. Okay, right he there, he 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 had a legitimate junkyard bulldog, like a bulldog that like lived at the junkyard because it liked living there, that he just like found and like fed it one time, and it was like I live here now among the cars. I feel like every episode we get more Chris lore, maybe, and like this is just a smorgasbord of like family backstory right here that our loyal listeners are being rewarded with. Every time, every episode, you know, it's more, it's, just, it's more my grandfather lore than me, but yeah, sure. But I mean, it's I mean, part of your backstory. It, ex- it, it explains, it's consistent. It's that's fair. With it's the, with it's, the family line. Anyway, now that we're done with the lore dump, should we figure out this fact? Um, now I'm wondering what holidays could like modern celebrities use their clout to get, to get instated. Well, um, arguably feel, Juneteenth. Yes, Juneteenth. Yes, that has happened. What's I'm a trying funnier to think of like one, a more ridiculous though. one though? Yeah. What's a funnier one? Because like it's funnier it's it's one? very cool that Juneteenth happened. It's very cool that the president recognized Indigenous Peoples Day instead of Columbus Day. 
But like, what's a funny one? That's the thing. Hmm. What's, ones that aren't important. I guess the go-to unimportant holiday is Flag Day, but nobody knows what happens on it. It'd be fun if someone got really into Flag Day. Mm. Like, what is if, that, uh, like, what, what if, if Ryan, I feel like Ryan Reynolds would get really into Flag Day. He's Canadian, though. Okay. Well, is that an American? Is, I don't know. Flag, flag Day is an American thing. June 14th. Is it just, it's I just don't know why I know that. Be too into the American Flag Day? I think, and I think this would actually kick ass. I think we should celebrate Custer's death personally. Hmm. I think that could be a fun one. I'd like to see um, maybe February 5th is work naked day. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> if someone really you, went for that. How do you know Spearheaded that? by Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm trying to think who else. What other good ones am I finding here? Um, I mean, February 9th is Bagel, Bagel and Locks Day. Bagel and Locks Day is February 9th. I mean, Ooh, that's I like, like a good Larry David. Larry David, push for that one. Now, if we get Aaron Rodgers on board, we could institute Lie to Your Boss Day. Is that another one that you found on list of wackiest no, holidays? No, that's just one that I'm coming up with right now. Because I kind of just want to shit on Aaron Rodgers a little bit. It's more like lie to the entire public. Yeah, lie oh, to everyone. No, yeah, here we go. Here we you go. You're looking for April 4th, which is Tell a Lie Day. Yes, that's Aaron Rodgers' holiday right there. Is there a Stand By Your Man Day? Because that could be Shailene Woodley's. Oh, I man. I don't have one here. Now, there is one that we could get uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Christian Bale to go for which is batman day may 1st ah, is, batman day may 1st is batman day which is the same as free comic book day excellent excellent is that uh, observed free comic book day is at a lot of places yeah like you can get one i mean today oh you can get several uh so the way it typically works is the publishers print comics specifically to be distributed for free and then a lot of a lot of the uh, stores will put together like buy x get x free I think anyone's ever accidentally held like an expensive, like high end auction on free comic book day. And someone's like, ha ha, gotcha. I feel like it's kind of in the spirit because the point of free comic book day is definitely to drive business for local comic shops. Are you you saying do they accidentally sell like very valuable copies at nothing? Well, I like the idea of, yeah, someone getting like a number one issue of like whatever. One of those comic books that's worth like. Five million dollars, but they're like, ha ha, well, gotcha. It's free so comic my, book day. One of my framed Spider Mans is worth three hundred and something dollars, and I paid twenty five cents for it at an antique really? store because they just had like a giant bin of old comics, and they were like, they're all twenty five cents. We don't care. This is a beautiful thing. That's that like the there. dream. Uh, As today, like a card game player too, that's like my dream. Is just today is Vanilla Cupcake Day. Oh, what? Yeah, Vanilla Cupcake Day, not just. That's November fourteenth so is spicy guacamole day. I gotta buy some Serranos. Ooh. You know, today I like, uh, I like my birthday. My birthday is also useless stuff day or push button phone day. I don't. I do not know what that means. Push button push, phone. Push button phone means not a rotary phone. Yeah, so it means unep- like a commemorates the anniversary of the introduction of a bu- push button phone, which is also the beginning of a touchstone phone. How do you how to celebrate? Well, it says if you can get your hands on a push button phone, try and use it to make phone calls. God. Today, I November like it would be 10th. harder to get your hands on a rotary phone these days. 
November 10th is also Forget-Me-Not Day, which I think is the flower, which is not as fun. If we're looking at historical occurrences, today is the day that a circulatory system appeared in the kitchen in Watchmen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yes. I I feel like that's a day worth commemorating. I feel like we should all just allow our circulatory systems to appear in kitchens on November 10th. I like how this same website says November 25th is Shopping Reminder Day, which just happens to be Thanksgiving this year. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I mean... American holidays are pretty much shopping reminder days. At this point. Yeah. Except that Black Friday has already begun because of the supply chain. So Really? Oh, okay, here's what they should have done. All right. September 3rd, The Rock or Bruce Willis really should have gone for this one. It's Skyscraper Day. They really could have used that to market their movies. Well, Bruce Willis... Well, was you know die, die hard, hard and then which is about a skyscraper and then at, Dwayne the Rock Johnson I think his movie, movie called, was literally called skyscraper skyscraper yeah <laughs> you know oh uh, oh can I can I make a can I make a really bad joke right now though okay go ahead yes so what if those Al Qaeda guys were just like eight days late for skyscraper day okay well that was bad <laughs> that's rough that was rough. <laughs> Let's let's do something that's actually funny, which is uh, September fifth is be late for something day. September sixth is fight procrastination day. <laughs> okay. September seventh anyway. is be on time day. So, uh, what do you guys think? No, September seventh is salami day. Sorry. I Great I day. would be on time good to get day. salami. Yeah, very I like good day. I like hard salami too, especially. Uh, can I ask how old Mary Had a Little Lamb is? Can I ask a time frame? Uh, yeah. Ostensibly uh, pretty old, right? 1830. 1830. Okay, I, yeah. With that, I'm on, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board I'm, as I'm well. Here. There were like only like six or seven people then, so everybody kind of had to like work together to come up <laughs> with all the stuff. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying she wrote it in 1830. Well, yeah. And but then she also lobbied for Thanksgiving, just because like there weren't. But a lot the question of you have to ask yourself is: Thanksgiving older than that? Essentially, absolutely not. I mean, the is is it older than that? Yes, but think about this: first hundred years of a nation, we're trying to figure out what national observances are going to be. Like, what are our holidays? That makes sense for me. That that makes sense. Yeah, I'm kind of with it. So I do not doubt saying, this. Are you both saying true? I'm yeah. saying true. Gabe, what about you? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, this is true. Huh. Nice. Like I said, uh, what was her name? Sarah Josepha. Josepha? Josepha Hale. She obviously was the author of Mary Had a Little Lamb, but famously campaigned for the creation of Thanksgiving. Like, over and over for, like, a, like like a large amount of her life. Yes. Because she lived to really be 90. Really and it and she campaigned about it until Lincoln did it. So it was like fifty years she wanted it to happen. Oh my god. Relentless. Can I just say I'm looking at the portrait of her that's on Wikipedia right now. I really do dig the like nineteenth nineteenth century curls in all these portraits. What's her of name? Women from the time. Sarah Joseph. If, if you just search Sarah Hale, it comes up. H A L E. Got it, got it. But yeah. Good job. Oh sure, yeah. I believe it's Gabe's turn. Yeah, yeah. All right. Researchers have found that people like popcorn better 
when they eat it with chopsticks, but it only works the first time. Huh. Oh, wait. Can you... Okay, wait. Repeat that? Researchers have found that when people eat popcorn with chopsticks for the first time, they like the popcorn better, but it only works the first time. And I'll I'll give you a, a bit of a hint and say that the the broader notion here is that things are just more enjoyable when you do them differently. Oh, okay. Mm. It is. It, this does sound kind of like that kid who's like, "Let's have class outside." You know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be in a different environment. That'd be a to great stimulate place to our eat popcorn too, because you could just spit the kernels out onto the grass. <laughs> so, here's my thing we, about popcorn. Um, movie popcorn? Not I. I always go for candy over popcorn because I feel like the butter and salt just gets all up in your mouth, and then you drink your whole drink, and then you got to go to the bathroom, and then. Your mouth is still all buttery and salty and you're out of beverage. I don't know. I'm not a movie popcorn person. <laughs> I used to eat it more. I don't like movie theater popcorn. I like making it on the stove myself. Yeah, I, where you I don't how to want movie it. theater popcorn. Unless they have like Unless. Old Bay. Unless they have Old Bay, in which case I, I'm for it. I am for movie theater popcorn, but I also enjoy it on, on its own. I li- I like popcorn generally. This, I mean, this makes sense to me because I feel like you enjoy, the thing about eating popcorn with chopsticks is it's less messy, kind of, because you're not getting the grease all over your hands. Sure. So it's kind of like eating flaming Hot Cheetos with chopsticks, and also you have a beanie on and a mustache and you're Oscar Isaac. I still think it might actually be what Gabe said, though, which is just the novelty of it. Oh, no, no, no. I think, so I think there is novelty to it. And there is a, oh, it's cleaner. So it's probably both of those things. But at the same time, once they try and replicate it, they just can't get there because it's just like, well, this isn't actually more convenient. You've got to lift each individual piece. You can't just shove it into your mouth like uh, that one Prada ad. How did they control for people that are so bad at chopsticks it frustrates them? Now, that's a question. They probably had like, there, there was probably like a baseline like chopstick usage test. Before you actually got into eating it with popcorn. That's fair. I distinctly remember that maybe the only time I've ever seen my mom upset was when at Disney we ate it, like, or at Epcot we ate it at one of the China places and they gave us only chopsticks and she couldn't use them so she broke them. Oh no. She got so (laughs) upset that she like snapped them in half. Yeah, and then I was like, well now you really can't eat. (laughs) (laughs) You've, You've really ruined it now. Did they not... Do they not have like the option of specifically being like, I need a fork? I'm. She had to go get one, and they had sporks, and you know, it, she was really embarrassing because you know you're like the only person there that can't use the chopsticks, and I'm yeah. laughing at her because you know it's funny. I'm not like super coordinated with chopsticks, but I can like get the food to my mouth, and every but every time that like I see them, for some reason I think I'm like not gonna be able to use them, and I get like self conscious. So sometimes I just don't try, but. It's like not that difficult to like do okay. There's some people I, who are really deft with them, but yeah. The, the what I find funny is when uh, like <laughs> I think of this because my mom said it. It's it's really funny when white people are like, "How do they eat rice with chopsticks?" Because of the fact that like white people rice is so hard and not sticky oh, yeah. in any degree, so they're just like, "How could you ever do it?" It's like you, you literally. It's so easy if you like have rice that's cooked in a good manner. 
because it's just oh, it yeah. sticks enough together that you kind of pick it up. It sticks to the chopstick, and you pick it mm-hmm. up in like globs. Yeah, almost. but they were thinking of like American like style rice, where it's like yeah, it's just not gonna happen. Now that's not a dig on certain types of American rice. Like I love me a good wild rice. Oh yeah, with some chicken, some broccoli. I like a no question. I am a, eat I am a fan of of Cajun rices generally. I mean, yes, obviously. Any. Like a jambalaya and give it, yeah. I think you could eat jambalaya with chopsticks, though. Oh, you absolutely could, because it's so wet. Like, jambalaya is inherently, like, very sticky. What do you find to be the hardest thing to eat with chopsticks? I'm Um, sorry, I've just, I I just do need to say that this entire conversation, not to cut cut everybody off, I have been looking up a uh, Prada short film from 30 that was advertised, uh, from 2013 that was advertising... A perf- their new perfume product candy and it was i think roman coppola and Re- wes anderson were involved in it but it stars leia Sedu, and there's a scene with her eating popcorn and i just had to look that up and i just want to share this wonderful wonderful clip with both of you right now it's just yeah. like i need to I, need, I i still forgot how to share it like the current time yep start here we go beautiful it's just it's just a clip of leia Sedu eating popcorn being flanked by two french dudes and it's a very beautiful thing and it it just called me back to a very specific time in my life. I don't know if I... Do I have to look at this now? I mean, I, I, I would appreciate it. I just want you all to understand okay. like, things Man. that made me who I am. She's got bangs He did. He did timestamp it, so... I did timestamp it. It's just... it's. This looks like Wes Anderson was involved in it, and I've only seen like one of his movies. Yeah, it's Wes Anderson and Roman Coppola. Okay, I've watched it now. I understand. Do you see her sh- her shoving the popcorn in her mouth? Yep, I understand now. You, I think I think you understand now. Like, we we just talk about popcorn for just a second, and that's that's all it took. Yeah, you know, it's but, it's like a sense memory for me. So, what's the hardest thing to eat with chopsticks? Soup. Okay. Uh, corn on the cob. Okay, without it being a joke, John. <laughs> like, what is actually the hardest thing? I think Gabe might have actually gotten it right. Corn on the cob would not work well with chopsticks. You would have to like. Decob each individual kernel. Like, what just, about like, just... what about like Jello? Ooh, no Jello. You, could, I think you could still make Jello work. I think you could. If kind of carve out were... a piece that would exactly sit between. Ooh, that would. It would be a challenge though, which is kind of a question here. And it or depends like, on how set the Jello is. Eggs over easy. Ooh. Ooh. Well. Sunny side up. Ooh. Nope. Nope. What does eggs over easy mean? Uh, it's over like, easy is like, okay, over easy is when you cook the egg like uh, pretty much like fully on one side and then flip it over for like 10 seconds of the yolk is, so it cooks over but the yolk is still runny underneath. Oh, that's kind of good. It's, I've had it's that. It's also my preferred method of eating a fried egg. Yeah, I like that when I've had it's, it. It's the best. I usually get them over easy, yeah, because I don't always trust places that do a sunny side up. I don't always trust it. When I was in high school... Whenever we had a half day of school, I would come home and the lunch that I would make would be like a fried egg sandwich, but I would always like fry the shit out of the egg so that like it would never, it wouldn't like run off the sandwich. And See, honestly, I kind of like, I don't know, not, not the best way to eat an egg. I was not the most kitchen skilled. The way I learned first learned to cook eggs was actually like in a little t- Little bitty cast iron that was sized specifically for one egg. And, I um, love those things. Oh, yeah. But it was great because we had a little cover for it. So the egg ended up over easy, typically, because it would cook 
we would put the cover on it so it would be over easy without flipping it because the heat would be trapped and cook the white over the top of the yolk without cooking the yolk through. Hmm. It was very convenient. Sometimes if you if you mess it up, though, it's very easy to accidentally strain to over hard or over medium. So over, over medium, medium, I don't mind so much. I kind of like a jammy yolk. So what are we thinking on this fact? I think I want an egg. Okay. Yeah, eggs. Like I just I just ate dinner and I want an egg. I've been making eggs on my new ceramic pan, and holy cow, is my life so much easier now. Are you really enjoying the ceramic? Would you? Recommend I love it? it. I would recommend it, especially for stuff that you would cook but in it, a similar it, heat to eggs. It can't get super hot though, right? I like I, I kind of disagree with that because because I noticed today while I was catching up on the British Bake Off, they're using the exact pan I bought. Ooh. So it handles at least the heat you need to make caramel. Mm. So, well, caramel, you gotta be careful. Caramel. I know, but I'm saying like you can boil tricky, things. Tricky beast. You can boil stuff in this pan. Is what I'm saying. Like you're okay. not gonna you're not gonna put it at like tin. Because like, like I need I need a saute pan very badly. Well, then get a saute pan. Yeah, yeah, but I'm wondering if I should get ceramic or stainless steel. I'm gonna well, get no. If it's steel. a saute pan, get stainless steel. But if I'm you want like a good, steel. I see. I had like a freak out where I realized just like a I, mid level frying pan. Well, I, I freaked out and realized I should replace all my nonstick stuff with something that's not completely toxic to my body. And so <laughs> I replaced it with stainless steel and ceramic. And the ceramic one is like now my go-to like doesn't need to be super hot or I make eggs in it all the time because it's so easy to clean. Yeah, mine is just all my cast irons. I love my cast irons so much. Yeah, I just don't want to clean a cast iron all the time. I love mine too, but I don't want to clean you it see, all I- the time. I don't mind because it's honestly like once you get used to cleaning a cast iron, it's super easy to clean. You just have to have the right tools. I know, but like I love the fact that when I make like eggs in this ceramic one, when I'm done, I like run water over it and everything runs off of it and it's clean. I don't even have to wipe it if I didn't want to. Like it's so nice. Yeah, send me a link to that pan. I mean, I'll I'll plug it. I don't care for free. I need that. It's the green pan Valencia Pro. Green pan Valencia Pro. As seen on... Great British Bake Off. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say true for Gabe's fact. I think it just makes sense. What do you yeah, think, John? I am... The phrasing in it has me like a little bit off, but like I, my instinct is also true. So I'm All right. true. Y'all ready? Yes. Yep. You're correct. It is true. Researchers found that people found new enjoyment in popcorn, videos, even water, when they consumed them in unconventional ways. Findings suggested that using unconventional consumption methods help people focus on what they enjoyed about the product in the first place. And they go on to say they basically did a study where 68 people came to a laboratory, supposedly for an experiment about helping people eat more slowly, but they had them eat popcorn with chopsticks and afterwards they rated how much they enjoyed it and yeah the popcorn with chopsticks group enjoyed it more well that's just science right there yeah a second study of 300 participants recruited online found that even drinking water was rated as more enjoyable when it was done in novel ways this study participants came up with their own fresh new and fun ways to drink water everything from drinking out of a martini glass to drinking out of a shipping envelope to lapping at the water with their tongue like a cat. <laughs> I would, now we should do a study that see if people think DMT is more enjoyable when you put it in your mouth with a chopstick. 
Is that how you mm. do DMT? I don't. I don't know anything about drugs. Uh, I actually don't know. Yeah. Study show study that the FBI did shows that people enjoyed acid more when the tab was put on their tongue with chopsticks. <laughs> when the t- when it was well, if the FBI did it, it would be, or I guess if the CIA did it, it would be when it was put on their tongue without telling them. Uh, FBI you know, found, ex- FBI found that when they put acid tabs on people's tongues with chopsticks, they were eighty percent more likely to be a super soldier. Anyway, if uh, John's going to afford this great, great pan that I recommended to him, then we need to do them's the ads. I am not a designer, but I definitely know how hard it is to find convenient software to do just about anything. The good thing is, for you designers out there, there's Canva Pro. It's a design software that makes design simple, convenient, and reliable. You can create what you need in no time, and it's jam-packed with time-saving tools that make anyone look like a professional designer. If you want to check it out, go to partner.canva.com slash ppn. Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Cult Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for good horses, bad plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life. Okay, one of the most contentious legal battles in Scotland's history was based around an incident in the 1980s called the Ice Cream Wars, in which two rival gangs using ice, used ice cream trucks to sell drugs and stolen goods and eventually got into a turf war that involved them attacking and raiding each other's ice cream trucks. Hmm. This somehow feels Scottish to me. Do ice cream trucks in other countries have a different song? You know, I don't know. They still use the they the chimes were like a, a part of it. Um, I will say because people would listen for the chime and they'd go by the drugs. Also, am I misremembering, Why? or is the one that the ice cream trucks in America use racist? Oh, it is. Okay. It it's um. I, I, it is so racist that I can, it's, there are some who would argue that it was Turkey in a Straw, but if you listen to the melody, it's very clearly a tune sung to the tune of Turkey in the Straw, but that has extra syllables. And if you listen to those extra syllables, you can definitely hear the cadence of the title that is too racist for me to say here. Jesus. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm going to have to like ask you later or look this up. I, I was thinking the other day, I heard an ice cream truck go by. And I was thinking about like how weird it is that they all use the same song, but it's kind of brilliant, right? Because you know exactly what it is. Like if a truck used a different song, you just wouldn't know what it was at all. But even to this day, like as an adult, I hear that song and I'm like, I could go get ice cream. Yeah, um, I'm just let me just go ahead and paste this uh, article into the chat right here so that you can see for yourself. How awful this is. It's just absolutely Yeah, I was terrible. about to say it's it's on the Wikipedia article too. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh it's Wolf. also very it's also very close to uh that one song 
that is from that Disney movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. It's like very close to that. Anyway. That uh, familiar ice cream truck jingle. Turkey in the Straw itself is technically, well, it's also not great because I think it was a thing that minstrel shows always had to perform. Yep. So it's just not a great song. Anyway. It's not great. Oh, my God. This is yeah. Gabe, I, Gabe just read it. <laughs> I somehow this is like one of those way, things worse, way worse. It's like way worse, worse than, than you could have imagined. Yeah. This is yeah. this is like basically like five alarm fire levels of racist. It's it's the signal that there are king cones, drumsticks, and rainbow pops nearby. I always think of those like ice pops. They're like SpongeBob, but like his face is just not compl- like is just mutilated. It's slightly like off so to avoid the copyright. Yeah. It's just yeah. like slightly wrong. And like the eyeballs are, um, are like They're, gumballs, but you're like, when do I eat this? Cause like I'm in the middle of eating. Off. And then the, the name of it is like sponge man ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Something slightly wrong. Hmm. Ice cream wars. So do they like, you said they sabotage each other's trucks and shot them up and stuff. Yes, they like raided them for like to get the drugs and the stolen goods. Shot shotguns into the windshields. Like mm, it was exploding haggises. <laughs> but did they a- did they actually have real ice cream there just in case? Like in case a little kid came up and wanted ice cream. Uh, you know, I don't actually have that detail in front of me. I will. There's there's some wild stuff. I'm not gonna tell you everything that has to do with this. But like some wild stuff happened with the court case. Imagine how disappointed a child would be if they came up to an ice cream truck and they wanted like an ice cream sandwich and all you had was crack. I will tell you, I will tell you this one thing. I will tell you this one thing. One of the men who was convicted in one of the murders uh, swore that he was wrongfully convicted the whole time. And uh, in 1993, he escaped from prison and then super glued himself to the gates of Buckingham Palace in protest. Oh my god. I love so where's that. that episode of The Crown? How do you if you super glue yourself to something like that, can they like can you just be peeled off normally or would it like rip your skin? It would. They'd have to get a solvent. <laughs> That's such a wild way to inconvenience people. I mean, it's not far off from like all the crazy stuff that drug gangs always do. What with the hippos and the, the fiberglass hippos. boats and yeah. the and the owning attack helicopters so like ice cream trucks i could see it hmm. but like a turf war that where they used ice cream vans this does also sound like something john saw on a tv plot but you see now that i've introduced that tactic you never know that's kind of the thing you never know it's I've changed the meta by introducing that tactic. It wasn't it. I mean, it was kind of a tactic, I guess. It didn't work very well. Yes, but now you're thinking about. But it. now, now I I am really I thinking about it now. Maybe Gabe is. Maybe Gabe just falls for bad gamemanship. <laughs> I don't know. I think I fall for. John somehow has an encyclopedic knowledge of TV. John has like the thing. Uh, in Harry Potter that Hermione has to go to class more, but it's just so that he can know all of the TV shows. <laughs> That's wild that a, a kid had a, a kid had like a magical artifact that let them 
like <laughs> exists in two places at once, like pack time. Use it to school more. I mean, she was the brightest witch of her age. Sure, J.K. Rowling. I'm sure. Sure. Um, you think she? You think you think Hermione would have shit on the floor? Yeah. They. <laughs> well. Yeah, I think she would have. She, she would have said like she would have said like a random like very famous wizard's name and said they did it. So obviously yeah. it's fine. No, I think she invented the toilet, and they don't show you that on screen <laughs> or on on page. It wasn't important. It wasn't important to Harry's journey. Right. So they yeah. don't show you. But she actually, if you look very closely between the first couple pages where they're at Hogwarts and the Sorcerer's Stone, it just says and they pooped on the floor in really tiny letters. Uh, right where the page number is, so you don't notice. <laughs> I can't believe that was a real thing. I remember where I was. I was. I remember that I was at the gym, specifically on the bench press, and I got up between sets and looked and saw that tweet, or saw it retweeted somewhere, and it seared itself into my mind. Just super glued itself to my brain like it like it was the gates of fucking buckingham palace and it was a scottish drug lord i remember when uh what was it like the it was like the whole thing where you made up like the fake tweets that was like jk rowling oh things that jk rowling would have just added yeah just added at the last second to anyone blank jk rowling the sorting hat can fuck but chooses not to (laughs) (laughs) or like uh what was the other one that was so funny (laughs) yeah there was one that was just like the the whomping willow actually identifies as gay it's like okay what if (laughs) like jk rowling would do that man the sorting hat (laughs) is a huge lice risk i know oh yeah this is this is the one I was thinking of. J.K. Rowling. Actually, Dobby was responsible for Princess Diana's assassination. Oh no, he was a uh, he was her house elf first. Oh yeah. man, ice cream wars. I mean, I I could see it. I like I said, I I would see it. All right, do we both kind of believe it? I think I I'm, I think I'm on believe it. You believe it. Yeah, <laughs> Jake one, Rowling. Dumbledore was on Churchill's war cabinet. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, they're about to set that up in the fuck. Anyway, people died, Joanne. Um, all I, right. I'm tempted to. This one is actually close for me. You know what? I'm feeling. I'm feeling brave today. I'm actually gonna go false on this. All right. Well, Chris is correct. This is true. Hell yeah. So how bad was this court case? This thing got overturned like several times over 20 years on appeals, by pardonings, retrials. Like it, let's see, they charged six people, tried four, uh, and they were convicted. The remaining two were tried for the murders, convicted unanimously, but then they were, um, they went on hunger strikes. They broke out of prison. They got appeals. And this lasted for 20 years until like, their convictions were like fully overturned by the court of criminal appeal. And like the, their first trial, their first conviction was in 1984. They were finally overturned officially in 2004. Dang. It just went buck, buck wild. Also the, uh, Strathclyde police who were in the, uh, it, who were the police department that were in the area earned, a uh, got the nickname, the serious chime squad rather than 
as a pun oh on serious God. crimes. I like. Oh, that. okay. That's At least it's a pun on something. I just thought that's how British people, or <laughs> Scottish people, talk. So that's that's fun. We got a fact. Yeah. Do we have a listener fact or a past fact? I do not have one. Oh no. Anyone have a lightning fact? Well, I just wanted to read the in popular culture part of the Glasgow Ice Cream Wars, which says in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, oh, Vice City, there's a mission in the game where you go around selling what is drugs, but in an ice cream van. And they said, even though the game's in Miami, it's pretty much a direct reference to Glasgow because the developers are based in Edinburgh. Oh, oh that's or fun. Edinburgh. Huh. Edinburgh or Edinburgh it's and Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It's Edinburgh. Okay, they're not different things. That's what I was trying to ask. Is that a correct statement? No, they, they are not different. They are not different things. Edinburgh. Uh, I mean, I have a few random things. Go for it. Uh, on July twentieth, nineteen. Or oh, wait, where am I? Where am I saying? Yeah. What about this baseball fact? Gaylord Perry. He declared they'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run. And then 20 minutes after Neil Armstrong was on the moon, he hit his first and only home run ever. Wow. That's a that's mine. That's I believe a it. Fact. This feels real to me. This feels like very 70s, very baseball. Okay. It does feel all, very do you understand 69. when we do you understand when we walked on the moon? It was not the 70s. I just want to make it that was very right clear before again. the 70s. Well, it still wasn't the 70s. Semantics are important. Yeah. It was 69, which was nice. Also, um, this is episode 69. Nice! Oh, really? <laughs> oh, nice! I listened to an episode 69 I think the title podcast just, today. I think the title should just be nice, Chris. I don't think you even need to put the facts in there. Uh, are we really that kind of podcast, though? Or you could just, just, or do, you could just put... Make sure the word nice is somewhere in the name okay, of the Okay, yeah, I'll make sure there's something nice. Yeah, I'll yeah. make sure it's number 69 and then nice is the first word. How about that? Nice, yes. Nice cream. Well, nice that wasn't the first horse. fact. What was the first fact? It was my fact, right? It was right? yours, yeah. Which, what, what was my fact about again? Mary had a little lamb. Uh, nice, nice lady, nice lady. Uh, nice lady had a small animal. Yeah. <laughs> nice lady, nice, nice lady had a little lamb and a Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, <laughs> Something. I'll, oh, yeah, sure. Nice, I'll, nice little lamb. Nice, po- nice popcorn chopsticks. And, uh. Nice cream wars. Yeah, sure. There, there. It's anyway, fun. guess this. Go. I believe this. I say yes. Yeah. This is this is too fun to not be true in my mind. Yeah, it is true. His name is Gaylord Perry. Oh man, beautiful thing, baseball. We're part of the Pocket Podcast Network. Other shows on the network include Sorted and Pokemakers and Steampunks. And just lots of shows. Good shows. Fun shows. Cult classics. Listen to them. Check them out. Pocketpodcastnetwork.com That's also where you can find our page where you can also submit listener facts, although you can shortcut to it with abolishunits.com Unless, Chris, that that one survived the culling, right? Oh, that one survived Of course it survived, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's pretty much my brand at this point. And thus it's our brand. I mean, I can make t-shirts, but I don't really want to right now. Our theme song's by New Weirdos, and they got a show coming up, right, Chris? Yes, December 4th. I'm filling in on playing drums for them. Um, Slapping some skins. Yeah, that is not what we call it at all. Do not so say that ever again. That, that's what you. people used to call it. Yeah, well, that, there's a reason but they that do not call so it that anymore. that sounds so horny. It, it is 
it's, horny, it's like it? it's it's like one of those things like from the 20s to 40s where it's like oh we're so proper but everything they say is just an innuendo for everything because they were actually little nasty boys and girls yeah. all the time they just hid it behind oh, the, couching the, everything the, tw- the 20s were so nasty i mean even the late like, 1800s m- and early 19s m- are may- very maybe nasty. america but like the 20s are maybe america's nastiest era and hmm. like yeah now, Probably yeah. tied with the with the with the aughts, I would say, because the aughts like, were the era of low rise jeans, and that was just objectively nasty. It was like, like you know the best way possible the era where it was still kind of risque to like kiss in public, but like everything was just like a sex joke. Yes, it is bizarre. Anyway, uh, back uh, to our outro. Know, I mean, I think that was everything except you know leave us a rating on whatever. You used to listen to these podcasts, or if it's Spotify or whatever, just give it a follow. If you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review or a rating and all that, that'd be great. Um, but other than that, um, as of us recording this episode, I don't think we know yet if we'll actually have an episode out around Thanksgiving. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, if there's not one the Friday after Thanksgiving, then it'll just resume right after that is essentially what what would happen other than that until next time uh i'm chris i'm gabe i'm john don't believe everything you hear you didn't say what podcast it was did we do that normally usually we say this this is them's the facts don't believe everything you hear no we do not i don't think we've ever done that once oh i i think we say this has been them's the facts i'm chris i'm gabe i'm john we okay. say it somewhere. We say it somewhere. Me, do you want me to retake it from the top of that? No, no. I want this all to stay in. <laughs> I can't do this every episode. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm clicking stop now. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.